episode 16 of Millennials Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh and I'm here with Kim Baker. And we are recording how many thousand miles away? A lot, like almost 2,000, I think. Wow. Yeah, so Mads is in Arizona. I'm still in Charlotte. I didn't get the whole week off. Yeah, I decided to just say fuck it and just mail it in for the week and take the whole week off and fly out home. It was definitely worth it. Yeah, I mean, if you live that far away, it is kind of worth it, but I'm seriously jealous. I mean, honestly, it was significantly cheaper for me to fly back on a Saturday instead of, like, Tuesday. And, yeah, I was not about to have to deal with, like, the airport traffic during the holidays. That shit blows. Yeah, oh, my gosh. I'm already dreading driving back Wednesday after work to carry just because I know there's going to be a shit ton of traffic. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be really bad. But speaking of driving home, um, all of our podcasts are a great listen in the car on the road. So, So, yeah, sorry to everyone. This is my B that we're recording a day late, but I just had to ease myself into vacation mode. Um, And I was up in the mountains in Arizona for the past two days, enjoying myself, shopping with my mom. So uh, I took a little break from... Yeah, podcast life. <laughs> Me and the Millies were just doing our normal thing on Sunday. Just I was waiting to record. And they were waiting to hear it Monday morning, but I know. we just went through a hammer in that one. I feel like everyone's Sunday scaries were like so high this week for some reason, probably because like everyone's like anticipating the holiday and I'm just out here like, fuck it. I'm out here yeah. chilling. Like last night, yesterday felt like a Saturday for me. It was so weird. Oh, did it? <laughs> that must be so nice. Okay, but it's because I flew back on Saturday, so I feel like I didn't even really have a weekend, you know? Yeah, I guess. Like, I kind of lost my weekend in traveling. Well, I feel like we should give a shout-out to our new new Millies. Yeah. Hey, everyone. We're so happy (laughs) you're here. So after um, we did our first happy half hour this past week, um, if you haven't listened, it's a good, quick, easy listen. We get straight to the point, which is, like, very rare for us. Um, but it's so rare. We need to start doing that more often. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm not really sure how I made that happen, but anyways. So we have a lot of new listeners um, from our touching base audience, which is very exciting. But the most important listener that we have is Camille Caustic. She admitted she, she listened to our episode about her. So I just wanted to tell everyone. Um, don't stop stalking celebrities because they'll finally listen to your podcast. Yeah, just shout them out on social media until they finally listen. Like literally, we gave her time cues in the podcast where we talked about her and she actually listened the to the whole is, thing. We didn't even have to stalk her. We just like tagged her and then she responded and she was like, Oh my god, I have to listen to this. And so we sent her the time cues and like the link, and she's like, Okay, listening now. And she's like, Oh my god, y'all are so sweet. And she said she's going to give our podcast a shout out, but we're still waiting on that part. It's yeah, fine. that's remained to be seen, but at least we've, <laughs> uh, you know, obtained some new followers regardless this week. So yeah, our happy half hour had record listens. Yeah, it was very exciting. I mean, I think because we said we were going to dress touching base, 
um, everyone kind of queued in for that. But I mean, we hope you guys stick around. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, like always, we try to bring content that is suggested from our listeners and our fans on Twitter. So someone asked us to address the topic of hickeys. Um, she is how old? 23. She's our age. Yeah. Same age as us. So like right out of college. And so she said she hooked up with a boy this past weekend and he gave her a hickey. Yeah. At 23 years old. That's unacceptable. Okay. I was going to say, how do you feel about that? Because I'm, I don't accept that. That's absolutely unacceptable. I mean, no, especially on the neck in a visible area. Not okay. (laughs) To be honest, I never understood the point of hickeys. I feel like in high school, it was a thing to be, like, cool. Yeah. But, like, sexually, I don't understand. Like, it's – sure, it feels good to, like, have someone kiss you on the neck. But in order to give a hickey, like – yeah, you have to, like, do some serious work to actually give a hickey. And I don't don't think – yeah. I think the last time I had a hickey was after prom of senior year of high school. And I remember I did everything in my power – to cover up my neck with makeup and as soon as I walked into the door of my house my mom literally <laughs> said what the fuck is on your neck she freaked out on me she was like you are disgusting please never walk into my house without ever again <laughs> it was see the sad thing is I have like super sensitive like fair skin so I get hickeys <laughs> really easily like too easily even if a guy's like not trying to like I'll be like okay whoa like they're like no no it's fine I'm like no you don't understand because (laughs) I can get a hickey like at the drop of a pin so yeah it's yeah and it's it's just very embarrassing like I mean I guess in high school like guys like showing them off but as a girl like I never liked having them because it's just like like a a call for attention that's just really unnecessary and yeah it just and then you feel like you have to wear a a lot of drama (laughs) Yeah, and there's – I'm sorry, but there's just absolutely no way to ever cover it up with makeup. Like, it's just impossible. No. You can no, try as hard so as you hard. want, but it's not like you wear makeup normally on your neck, so it's just, like, this glob of makeup that, like, even if you can't see the hickey, you can see the big circle of makeup, and everyone knows what you're trying to cover up, so. Yeah, it's like you have, like, so much, like, really pale concealer because you're, like, trying to cover up, like, literally a bruise. Like, it's a black and blue mark, and you're, like yeah. – caking on concealer like into a circular spot on your neck yeah it doesn't work people used to say that if you put like this green makeup on it like balances out the red and it it technically works better but I never tried it and that's just too much and then there's the frozen spoon trick oh yeah I've tried that I don't think it works I don't think it works either it's supposed to like break up the blood vessels Mm -hmm. yeah I mean honestly I just think that after the age of like 18 that should no longer be acceptable. Although I did have friends in college who definitely, like, unintentionally got them. And, like, it's just, like, one of those things where you just don't want to walk into class in college with that. Yeah. It's just embarrassing. <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. I mean, if you're – I mean, if you are a post-grad, if you are graduated from college and you have a hickey, it's just unacceptable. I mean, I honestly feel bad for our friend. She's obviously graduated and has yeah. this happened to her but <laughs> sorry it's just awkward if it's if it's not even like someone that you're dating I mean then it, it like causes everyone to ask like who you're hooking up with and that just gets okay. crazy so it's I think it's a lot less embarrassing if 
you're like with somebody, but at the same time, then everyone knows exactly who gave it to you. So it's embarrassing for both of you. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Like, are we not like grown past this stage? I remember like my brother coming home one time in high school with like hickeys on his neck and my mom like freaked out again because, you know, clearly this is a a trend with my family and my mother. (laughs) Your mom's like, why did I raise these two like crazy trashy children? Yeah, pretty much. Um, (laughs) My, I looked at my brother. I was like, bro, how did you let that happen to you? Like, his was bad. He had like three like on his neck. I'm like, dude, you got to say stop. Oh, gosh. It's just unacceptable. Um, I, I think that if you have any other take other than this take, like you're wrong. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everyone our age like kind of can agree because I don't see any guys like really trying to give hickeys these days. But uh, our poor friend. <laughs> yeah. T's and P's to you, girl. Um. Anyways, so I miss you. How how was your weekend, dude? I we didn't spend the weekend you. together. This is so weird, everyone. Like, this is the first weekend me and Kim have not spent to each- spent with each other in like months. Yeah, it's very sad. So, I, have you been enjoying uh, hanging with your mom? Yeah, I uh, attempted to do a little Christmas shopping, and uh, didn't. I just ended up buying things for myself. <laughs> So that was good, but... You didn't get anything for, like, well, I guess you're with your family. Yeah, no. I mean, I wanted to get my mom something, but we already have something on the docket for that next week. Yeah. I think my first gifts that I get are always my parents because I'm like, okay, I got to get those out of the way. And then if I have extra money, like, then I'll go and get some for all my friends. (laughs) Yeah, same. And then, like, I'll do something, like, little for my friends, but... My brother, I do want to get him something too. I think I should get my brother like a cool um a cool t-shirt or something cuz he's like yeah. super trendy and stuff, but we'll see. But yeah, my brother's no. very minimalist. He just likes little things, so he's very easy to please. Yeah, you should get him something artsy. Yeah. One year I got him like a make your own birdhouse kit and That's he cool. was really into that. Another year I got him like a homemade brewing kit, like brew your own beer. Oh, I like so. that. Yeah. yeah, so I didn't do any of the things I intended to do, but I did go shopping, um, got myself some nice warm winter sweaters and some candles. Um, I Oh, my God, I bought this candle today. It's called Brothel. Brothel? <laughs> yes, and it legit smells like a combination between, like, women's perfume and, like, hot dude. Okay. But it's, like, the best candle ever. I'm obsessed with it already. Yeah, they sell this candle at TJ Maxx called um, Bachelor Party, and mm. it smells like that. It's, like, very, um, like, kind of male cologne smell, but also more, like, homey. Yeah, I'm about it. it. So that was my, my favorite thing that I acquired. Also, it's just been good to be back in Arizona. I like the scenery out here. It's different. It's, like, desert vibes. I know you responded to my uh, Insta story and said, this is what gives me anxiety in life. Yeah. So no one understands when I say this, but <laughs> I don't like being in the middle of nowhere. Like I've always grown up in or around a city. Suburb- I, suburbs. Yeah. Like I grew up in the suburbs, but I was right outside of Raleigh. So I've always kind of yeah. been like around a city, pretty much like in a developed area. Mm-hmm. And obviously being in Charlotte, I'm like very close to the city. Yeah. So I don't know, like 
wide open spaces just really <laughs> give wide me anxiety because it's like space. <laughs> yeah right like I could just never live in the Midwest and I try to tell people this and they just don't understand like I love the mountains like I grew up going to the mountains every winter like we had a timeshare so we would go like skiing and stuff and like mm-hmm. that's like super fun like I love the snow to visit but like yeah. I could never live anywhere that's just like either really freaking cold or just like a desert so okay. I was like so- I could never live in like Arizona or like Colorado <laughs> or anywhere like that like it's just not for me. Okay, so Phoenix though is like a city. So that's where I live in Phoenix. But I was up in Prescott, which is like in the mountains. That's where I was at for the weekend. Yeah. And even like downtown Prescott is kind of like I'm trying to think of a town that I could compare it to that you would be familiar with. It kind of is like if Dilworth had a downtown. Okay. Like it's like a small town. It's like a so town like an Asheville type. Yeah, kind of like Asheville, but a little smaller. Yeah. And it's filled with, like, cute little shops and, like, bars and, like, there's, like, the town square greenery. And Aww. it's just – it's really, like, a cute town. And then, like – I thought it was pronounced Prescott. No, it's Prescott. Like Prescott. No, it's not that fancy. Fa- fancy Prescott, Arizona. Not Prescott. It's Prescott. <laughs> Um, but well, I did some shopping too this weekend. So did you? Yeah, I went to the vintage market or the vintage oh, Charlotte yeah. pop up. Yeah, so I felt like you because I got like my little vintage clothing on for the weekend. Um, <laughs> you are turning into me. This is what happens when you hang out with me too much. I know, right? Well, also like I've just been trying to be better about my fashion because I just know that I like lack heavily in that area. Yeah, but plus anyway, we're just so, trying to be influencers because, you know, podcast host life. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, shit. Now that I have people, like, following me on Twitter and, like, Instagram, I guess I better, like, not just look like a basic bitch all the time, even though, Yo, like, I'm a basic bitch. Millies, shouts to the Millies that followed us on Instagram this weekend or this week because now I feel, like, so famous having all these followers. I know. You still have more followers than me. Not that I've been keeping track, but I definitely have, so. Not that you've been keeping track. <laughs> it's fine. wait so what did you what did you buy at this vintage market I bought a new like one of those yarn things for my wall you know like the woven ones oh I have those on my wall too yeah it's what very it's um yeah I have no idea to be honest yeah. you guys know what I'm new to this about. stuff That's what yarn shit about, so. that you hang on the wall it's artsy yeah um and then I bought a vintage coat. Ooh. You so know it, I know. So I've been looking for like a longer like camel colored like pea coat type like warm weather coat, you know, mm-hmm. like a coat coat. A coat coat. And yeah, like <laughs> not a jacket, like a coat. So I so. saw this one and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. I'm going to like try it on. And the woman was like, oh, like it looks a little big on you. And I was like, shut up, bitch. Like <laughs> – I was like, it's $38. I'm definitely getting it. Like, I'm just going to get it. So I was, like, talking to her about it. And then she's like, yeah, it's really cool. Like, it has, like, really cool embroidery on the inside. I looked inside, and it has these, like, really cool designs, like, in the sewing. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, it has, like, a monogram, which, like, I'm not going to lie, freaked me out kind of because it has, like, some woman's monogram. And I was, like, with my friend, I was like – yo, this is like kind of weird. And she's like, yeah, she probably died in that coat. And I was like, why would you say that to me? (laughs) 
awesome. You, you own a haunted coat now. You realize that. <laughs> People should know that they can't say that shit to me because I'm the one who would like take it and just like never let it go. So I almost like didn't buy it. And I was like, you know what? No, this is like literally exactly what I was looking for. So I bought it. But like, it's kind of freaky now. Every time I like open the like coat thing, it has like someone's monogram on it. And she's like, yeah, it's it's like from the 60s. And like, I'm like, oh my gosh. So, I mean, she could like not be dead yet, but. (laughs) No, that's actually really cool. Um, Actually in Prescott, they have like a ton ton of vintage shops and I was in one of them this weekend. Dude, this is some small world shit. I'm in this vintage shop. I'm like, it's like one of the coolest vintage shops I've ever been in. And there's like really cool furniture. There's some cool clothes in it. And I was like, oh man, like North Carolina, like just doesn't have as cool vintage shops as this and this lady who's also shopping in the stores goes oh my god I know I'm from North Carolina too I was like wait what I was like where in North Carolina do you live she's like Charlotte I was like wait me too and she's like I was like oh where in Charlotte do you live she's like Dilworth which for our fans that's literally where Kim lives yeah and I was just shook that this random lady in like this random town in Arizona was literally from like Charlotte what a small world I know that is crazy yeah but I did not find any vintage stuff this weekend unfortunately my mom actually got a pair of really cool jeans that I mean not necessarily vintage but she got them at a consignment shop that were super cool but dude your mom is hot (laughs) so for anyone for anyone listening yeah we're gonna talk about it so for anyone listening Madison's mom is like a smoke show. So please, if you don't already follow her on Instagram at Mads Morris, like there, I just gave you a plug. Thanks. Um, I, I wish I knew your mom's Instagram. It's like Maddie Mitch me or something. Yeah. I wish I could plug her mom's Instagram too because you everyone <laughs> needs to go check it out. But she's she's in a picture that Madison just Instagrammed, and I need everyone listening to go look at it and then. Leave your review of Madison's mom in our reviews on Apple Podcasts. How about that? Look, yeah. look what I just did. <laughs> Please do it. No, one of the Millie's shouts to you commented on the photo I posted and was like, whoa, didn't know your mom was like the star of House of Cards because my mom literally oh, looks yeah. like my mom looks like the lady, the girl, whatever, actress in House of Cards. Yeah, I don't watch House of Cards, but I know, but you know what I'm talking looks about. Like. Yeah, yeah, I don't know her name, but yeah. But, like, my mom literally looks so much like her, and everyone always says that. And this guy commented that on my post, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but you know all your guy friends are like, holy shit. Yeah. Honestly, that that's good for you, though, because you know, like, what you're going to look like when you're that age. I mean, I guess it's like they always say, like, check out the mom to to see how the daughter's going to look in 20 years. Yeah. You have Did a you get a lot of likes too. on that Instagram? I did. I got like over almost 300. I'm just trying to be famous enough where I like break 500 on the daily, but I'm just not there yet. Um, Speaking of being famous, I've been doing some numbers on Twitter lately. Dude, you are legit going viral. I'm not (laughs) kidding. Okay, (laughs) no, going viral is like 20,000 likes, but I did say this. I feel like this is even more important than being like, than having one viral tweet is having like consecutive tweets that like get a decent number of likes and I was talking to someone and they told me that my numbers were skewed 
because of all the fans from the podcast. And I was like, no, they're only the fans of the podcast because they like the content. So Hey, agreed. No, but it was funny. I was trying to explain to my mom Twitter the other day and how like, oh yeah, I got like 30 likes on this tweet. And she was kind of like unimpressed. And I was like, no, 30 (laughs) likes on Twitter is a lot. I get more on my Instagrams. (laughs) Literally, she was. But I'm like, no, 30 likes on Twitter is a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It is. You can't, it's not like Instagram. Like Instagram, everyone breaks 100 every time. Yeah. I mean, most people. Most <laughs> girls that are 23. If you don't break 100, I, I'm praying for you. <laughs> you need you need Madison's help. But no, I mean, like 30 likes on Twitter, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm killing it right now. Yeah. It's funny how my first uh, of these consecutive viral tweets was about Jules. And Wait, what did you tweet? Um, I tweeted and I was like, it was like a conversation and I said, baby boomers, dueling is bad for you. And then it was like millennials. Yeah. And so was doing LSD and following the Grateful Dead around for six months. <laughs> that was actually a really good tweet. But I yeah. It honestly came to me because I work with this woman who she's like kind of funny. She was like, yeah, like um, my daughter, like I was talking to her and she was like, yeah, like my daughter doesn't really understand what it means when I say like mommy followed the Grateful Dead around for six months. Like, and I was just like laughing. Like, it's so funny. But I was like, you know what? That's so true. Like, <laughs> like everyone does bad things in their generation. Yeah. Maybe like dueling is ours, but I kind of got some backlash on that tweet. They were like, whatever, I'd take LSD and Grateful Dead over like eating ass and dueling. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was like, no one said anything about eating ass here, so I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, that might be a trend of our generation. Who knows? I mean, God, I hope that's not what we're known for. Like, dueling is fine, whatever, but... Yeah, you say that. I mean, but... Yeah. I mean, whatever. Everyone jewels. It's just a part of life. Our parents Uh, all smoke cigarettes, whatever. Can we we talk about going viral on Twitter? Because I've had some very strong feelings because... Lately, I've been seeing a lot of tweets that are going viral that honestly aren't very funny. And I wonder if it's just not really necessarily like the content of the tweet. But I have a theory that it's like you have to like hit the right pattern of retweets where like it's like a chain reaction. And if you don't kind of get it in right at the right moment, then it doesn't go viral. Do you ever feel like that? Maybe it's just me that I'm like... I'm obsessed with my own content, but sometimes I'm like, this tweet did not deserve to go viral. No, I absolutely agree. I actually think that about some of my own tweets that, not that I go viral, I haven't gone viral, but like there's (laughs) tweets of mine that I've gotten like, you know, 40 or 50 likes on and I'm like, "Mm," average tweet. And then I'll like tweet something that I'm like, this is fire content and I'll get like five likes on it. And I'm like, fuck me. I know. I know. And honestly, it's not even like timing. Yeah, it's not even just that you're, like, thinking you're funny when everyone else doesn't think you're funny because, like, sometimes it really just does have a lot to do with, like, the algorithm and obviously, like, who retweets it and what time and, like, how many people saw it and whatever, but. Mm -hmm. No, I do think also, like, there are people that already have, like, an established fan base and then they'll just tweet something pretty generic and they'll go viral just because they already have an established fan base. This actually gets me so freaking heated because I feel like these people just like put out like pretty subpar content half the time like they'll put out some good tweets here and there don't get me wrong but yeah half but the they time already their content is like following 
Right. So half their content is like this subpar bullshit. And then they get like 15,000 likes on the tweet. And I'm like, this is so basic and dumb. Like, I can't believe that someone would get this many likes on it. That's why like when people that are like have like 200 followers go viral, I'm like, okay, this was a really good fucking tweet. Yeah, like they deserve that. Like good for you. Um, This one guy I kind of know, not really. We have a lot of mutual friends because he's from you the like, same town. You like Twitter know him? I Twitter know him, but I also almost IRL know him. He is from the town I went to college in and he's like friends with a lot of the guys I went to college with. And he lives in Charlotte, but I've never met him. But we're Twitter friends, so. Wait, okay. why have we not met him? Oh, uh, I actually tried to meet him out in Noda, like, last weekend, and it just didn't happen. But we need to meet him because he's really funny on Twitter, and he What's has really name? good style. His name's Jay. But on okay, Twitter, his, his, his name on Twitter is, like, a little um, a little risque, but I'll, I'll tweet it. I'll uh, pull it up. Do you up. have the stuff he knows? Are you huh? Okay. Yeah, I do. Do you have a stuffy nose? Yeah. yeah. Oh, his uh, his his Twitter at is original content. Oh, you know yeah. him? Okay, yeah, I've seen him on our feed. I think he follows me too. Yeah, he's really funny, but he he's from Charlotte, so shouts to him. But well, he we need to have like, like a North Carolina meetup because apparently there's a lot of like content creators in North Carolina out there that have yeah messaged us. Shouts to DJ Crime Dog. Yeah, and his new podcast. Hey, if my you guys are podcast. listening, yeah, you should go listen to my new podcast. I think it's on SoundCloud. I don't know if it's on Apple Podcasts yet. Yeah, he's working on that, I think. So many but friends, yeah. though. I mean, it, I love it's nice to have to have uh, fake friends, non-IRL friends. <laughs> no, they're not fake friends. <laughs> Honestly, Speaking of my IRL fake- friends, though, I felt like I – have some real IRL friends this week because I got invited to a Friendsgiving tomorrow. Yeah, the fuck? Wait, who's hosting this? I feel left out. My friend, the one that I hung out with last weekend, you were like, who are you hanging out with? And I said, my other friends. I hate when Kim has friends that are not, like, that I don't know. It really offends me. It's funny, though, because this is probably, like, the one friend in Charlotte that you haven't met yet, but I swear to God, every other friend I've had in Charlotte has already been introduced to Madison, and, like, they're already friends with her so like my friends are your friends except for this one girl she's like from my high school or my college though and yeah she invited me to her friendsgiving and I thought that was so nice because we've been trying to plan one forever yeah I'm going we should do a post thanksgiving friendsgiving with the squad that we tried to do the original friendsgiving with see I just I like am over it because I tried to plan it once and it didn't work out and that just like annoys me and I just I hate being the person who tries so hard to plan it and it like never works out and everyone's such a flake I've just kind of given up lately because I've tried to plan like trips and everything and you know I'm just if nobody wants to do anything and can't commit then I'm just gonna give up no honestly I do get super frustrated with trying to plan events and stuff that's why I'm happy you planned so when I was talking about earlier for gifts for our parents Kim planned out um this thing we're gonna do this candle making class yeah, um, I'm gonna give that to my mom too. Is that yeah, me say? too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like one. When I was thinking that, I was like, okay, that's definitely gonna be like my mom's gift. So check. Yeah, but like, I'm so happy that we actually freaking organized that and got a group of girls that would be down to do it because it's like so hard to get our group of friends together to just like do something. 
Well, I'm not going to lie. I haven't booked it yet. Um, one of the girls wow. just texted me and she was like, how much do I owe you for the candle class? And I was like, well, I haven't booked it yet. But <laughs> see, that's that's the thing though. I want to make sure everyone is committed before I spend the money because I feel like I'm always willing to like front the money. Like I'll front money for an Airbnb, like whatever. I just want to make sure everyone's committed. And over the years, I've kind of just understood that nobody really wants to commit. Like they'll talk about going on a trip forever until it actually comes time to like pay. And then they're like, you know what? I actually don't think I can get the time off work or like, you know what? Like this week is just super busy for me at work. And I mean, I get it. Like I'm very busy at work too, but I also really enjoy going on vacations and planning things with my friends. So I'm willing to like actually take the time off work or like make sure that I plan it on a good week or make sure that I get my work done so I can make it to that thing, whatever that's on a Wednesday night. Yeah, I hate so, the non-committal bullshit. Like, I just yeah. feel like it's it's so hard, but at the same time, it's like sometimes you just have to pull a trigger and plan it. Yeah, and I just really don't think it's that hard. Um, uh, a couple of our friends, we just started a book club, and Kim decided to just join this past month, which is exciting. Oh, yeah. my book got here today, actually. That reminds me. I have to go down to the mailroom after this. Hell yeah. It's so good. I read the first two chapters. Um, so, but- yeah. So, we're reading – Modern Romance by Aziz Ansari, his new book. Yeah. We're definitely going to review this on the podcast once we're finished reading it because (laughs) it's like all about dating in the modern world with like dating apps and shit. So it's definitely going to be super relatable content to this podcast. It's it's hashtag research. Yeah. But anyway, like just creating – my friend Pam was the one who came up with the idea because she's a huge reader – And she was like, I really just want to like start a book club. It's just going to like force us to read a book once a month. It's a good reason for us to like get together and have like a girls wine night. You know, we can talk about the book for 30 minutes and then we can just like hang out and have a girls night at someone's apartment. So we like are rotating houses that are hosting it. So I'm hosting it in December. Um, So I'm excited for that to have everyone over. But the one this coming one is at your place. Yeah, well, my roommate, Caroline, has picked the next book. So basically how we're doing it is you host the one for the book that you're picking the next book for. Does that make oh, sense? Yeah. So say you wanted to pick the book after. How do you get to decide who picks? We just kind of are, like, rotating. Oh. But Caroline wanted to pick the next one, so she's going to pick the book after this, and then whoever hosts after that will pick the next book and so on and so forth. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah, you host first and then pick. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense because you kind of host and we're kind of doing a schedule. So like um, we're making the person who hosts just buy the books on Amazon Prime or whatever and then have them at their apartment for the event so they can just hand them out to everyone and then you just like Venmo the person who bought the books. Okay. Isn't that smart? Wait, so who's getting the next one? Oh, Caroline. Caroline. So we're having it at my apartment. <laughs> my roommate is buying all the books. You'll Venmo her for the books. She hands them out. We discuss the book we read this past time. This other girl picked out. And then you get the books for the next time. Yeah. Okay, sorry. It took me way too long to understand this. Sorry. But I, I get it. But it's a, it's a really good concept. <laughs> for anyone who, like, is trying to come up with, like, a post-grad reason to, like, get the girls together, sorry for our male listeners. This probably isn't for you. But Start a video game club. Yeah. But this is, like, a really fun way to, like, get everyone involved. And it kind of forces you. And, like, if you can't go, it's not the end of the world. Like, we've had people miss out on a couple of our book clubs so far 
but you can still be in the book club. It's kind of like a drop-in thing, and it's a good excuse to just, like, get the girls together once a month. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I can finish it before the book club, but, I mean, I'll be able to, like, at least enjoy the wine and probably give a synopsis of like the first two chapters so yeah I mean it's a quick read because it's like not a novel the past two books that we've read have been novels this is more of like a fun researchy read yeah but so I'm assuming it's like funny because it's oh it's hilarious I was reading it on the plane and I was laughing out loud I think the people next to me thought I was a psycho (laughs) that's funny though yeah I think it's like that's a good way to do an organized event with your friends that's like you're either in or you're out because we're doing this every single month. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to join. I'm glad you invited me. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're part of it now. It's going to be fun. So, I mean, there's always an excuse to do an event like that. So Friendsgiving can be a struggle, but I'm glad you're getting to go to one, even though if I won't be there. I know. I'm going to make some mac and cheese. My go-to. My go-to is buffalo chicken dip. But that's more of like that's, a... That's like my go-to for like Super Bowl. I was going to say, that's more of a Super Bowl thing. Um, I'm really excited to go home though this week because not only am I going to like have a ton of time to read that book so I can get caught up, but I'm like super excited to just not have to worry about like work or anything and just hang out with my family. And we like don't have a crazy Thanksgiving, but I still think it'll be fun because like just being with my family and like drinking free alcohol is always a plus I literally just tweeted this out before we started recording I said the best thing about being home for the holidays is being able to drink unlimited free wine that costs more than five dollars a bottle (laughs) it's true though like my parents always have like a full uh wine cooler of like white wines and red wines and yeah, we've got margaritas on deck. We've got white wine, red wine. I made my mom buy some white claws. We're stopping. Oh my god! My mom. I made my mom try a white claw for the first time last night, and she's like, "This is disgusting. I can't believe you guys drink this." You know what? I'm gonna go have my mom try to drink a white claw, and then I'll um, circle back with my reviews. Yeah, yeah. Please report back. I need to know. <laughs> but and at least we have wine. Um, it's definitely, it's just too funny. Actually, before I started recording, my mom pulled a Kim and said, cause I'm currently recording in my bedroom. Actually, it's like the guest room now. It's like not even my bedroom anymore. Post-grad problems. Hey, what um, color is the comforter though? It is light gray. Oh, so it's not white. It's not white, but she said, yeah. Madison, please do not spill red wine on that light gray comforter. And I felt like it was Kim talking to me all over again. It was. It was me speaking through your mom. But you should have said, you were like, mom, I got practice. I record every Sunday on a white comforter and have yet to spill. No, I literally told her that. I said, it's okay, mom. I'm like, I'm not an amateur. I do this every week. (laughs) I mean, she should know. We're not amateurs. I mean, this is F16 for all. Like, Yeah, exactly. We got our shit together over here. Um, do you go shopping on Black Friday? Fuck that. No. Yeah. That was a random question, but I was just thinking about like Christmas gifts and I'm like really excited to like shop online on 
you know, they have like Black Friday online, so it's really not even Black Friday anymore. And well, they do and Cyber, they Monday. Cyber Monday. Yeah. Yeah, but you can still get Black Friday deals online. So like what the fuck is the point to actually go to the store? I've never been into that. I mean, like obviously everyone who listens knows that I have like major anxiety and that is just like <laughs> that is my like opposite of ideal environment. Yeah. No, um I'm not a big Black Friday in-store shopper unless it comes to like boutiques. I don't mind going to a boutique on Black Friday because I know they'll probably still have like a good deal, like 30% off or something, right? But it's not going to be like, like infiltrated with people. And I don't even go early in the morning. I'll go at like one o'clock after lunch and I'm just chilling and like there's still a good sale. And honestly, there's still good clothes available. And like yeah. I don't really go anywhere except for like a couple of like local boutiques where I can get a decent deal, I can get a couple of, like, winter sweaters, maybe a pair of shoes, and call it a day. Like, I am not a crazy Black Friday shopper at all. See, I think the thing is that I don't even really – I mean, okay, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I don't even really enjoy shopping on a normal day, like, in general, because I just – one, I think I have, like, severe ADD. So just add this to the list of my, like, self-diagnosed problems that I have. <laughs> so, so many. I – have a very short attention span when it comes to like shopping and things like that so it's like I just get very like antsy really easily and I just get bored and like if I can't find anything that I like within like 15 minutes I'm just like you know what I'm done like I just I'm giving up for the day like it's just not meant to be so if I'm like going Black Friday shopping like and I have like a a vision in my head and I end up not finding anything or like people are like in my way or like looking at the things that I'm trying to look at I just like get frustrated I'm like you know what I'm just gonna go home sit on my computer and online shop because it's very peaceful and I can like browse (laughs) with no pressure this is Mm -hmm. the same problem I have at the drive-thru like it's a lot of pressure you know ordering yeah no I get that that's a a story for a different day but yeah no I honestly hate online shopping because it gives me anxiety and I don't know how it's gonna fit me and I'm kind of one of those people that like I need to try on clothes um before I buy them or even shoes like I have to return I I get that I don't I hate returning I don't return things I'm like the anti-returner yeah I actually never end up returning things on online I mean I have think I have a pretty good guess of like how it's gonna fit me but if it doesn't I usually either just like a try to make it work even though it's like too big or like too small or I'll just like try to find someone else who can fit into it yeah I don't know I'm just not I'm not an online shopper but yeah I mean I understand why Black Friday shopping would definitely give you anxiety the only thing that I think is really like worth it to go Black Friday shopping for is electronics but I cannot bring myself to go into like a Best Buy or a Walmart on Black Friday I would rather kill myself like, the money that you're saving is not worth, like, the trauma. Yeah. So, actually, um, speaking of, Ross decided that he was going to buy me a TV on Black Friday because I don't have a TV in my bedroom and I've been bitching about not having a TV in my bedroom. <laughs> so, he was like, I'm just buying you a fucking TV for your bedroom. I was like, okay, you know well, He's doing that for himself. I'm going to be honest. Oh, he's 100% doing it for himself. Because he's tired of going to your apartment and not having a TV to watch. He, like, hates (laughs) when we watch Netflix on my computer. He's like, I literally don't understand. Oh, my God. I hate that, too. Like Watching Netflix on your laptop? 
Yeah, you can't even enjoy laying in your bed when you have like your laptop like propped up because I like to like lay on my left side and then like switch to my right side and I hate like having to lift the laptop and put it on my other side and especially okay. if it's like plugged in charging. Well, I'm I can understand a- why he's buying you a TV. Yeah, so I'm getting a TV. Is that Anyways. your your Christmas gift? So, this is this is like a, a whole thing, but basically, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna buy you this TV for your room. It can be your Christmas gift." And I literally laughed in his face. I was like, "Absolutely <laughs> not! I will pay you back for the TV. Like, I want a TV as well, and I can afford the TV, and I will buy the TV, and I will pay you back. I am not gonna be in North Carolina." during the holidays you will be there I will Venmo you for the TV and that's the end of the story (laughs) like you're not using this as your Christmas gift to me that's unacceptable can I can I tell you something what so Ross texted me and asked what you wanted for Christmas I fucking knew that he was gonna do this (laughs) and I so I said I would get back to him because I wasn't sure and I didn't want to like say anything like too soon so thank I god mean, you i don't know listen to this podcast followers listeners like please don't tell me come on <laughs> come up with like a, a gift idea though i don't know i'm like he said he was thinking shoes and i was like oh that's a good one that actually isn't a bad idea yeah so he I'm knows kind of, i'm kind of more impressed than i thought it was going to be and i said well so before he said shoes i was like I don't like I was Not like I'm going to have to like anything I'm but gonna, a fucking TV. <laughs> I said I'm going to have to do some research and like get back to you, but I will leave you with this. It has to be something that like actually means something. Like don't just get her like a fucking necklace. Like get her something that she will actually appreciate that like shows that you have paid attention to what she likes and her interests and things like that. Like I'm a big gift giver of like meaningful gifts because yeah it doesn't even matter like how much you spend on it it's just like I mean it kind of does but it's also like the thought process that goes into it so I've always been like super meaningful gifts like one year for Christmas or it might have been like for a birthday gift like I got my ex-boyfriend like a list of like options of trips that I had planned so it was like I just gave him like a word document that I'd printed out with like pictures and it had like a list of like, okay, we could go to this destination and do this, or you can choose like this destination. So it's pretty much like pre-planned trips because like we had always talked about like traveling together. So like, yeah, things like that are like meaningful and like shoes, obviously everyone knows that you're like obsessed with shoes. Like what, what is your Twitter bio? Dad sneaker connoisseur. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So see, he's not even on Twitter and he knows that you're a sneaker connoisseur because that's good. He pays attention. Okay. So speaking of gifts, let's let's get into our voicemail. Oh, right. Forgot we had the voicemail. Oh, yeah. look at me. Just segueing. Dummy. Okay. Okay. Howdy, y'all. This is Garrett from College Station. Got a quick two-part question. Um, so I was talking to my buddy, and uh, he's been dating uh, his girlfriend for about a year now. And we were talking about what are some potential Christmas gifts he could get her. Uh, so, you know, reasonable price range, graduate students here. So it's not like we're making bank in the, in the real world quite yet. But then that led me to another conversation with him. And I suggested maybe a watch because they're pretty serious and they're planning on getting engaged, you know, within the next year to year and a half. Now, the reason I suggest a watch is because I have been told by my dad 
that a watch signifies like the last piece of jewelry you would give your potential fiance before giving her a ring. Let me know if y'all heard about this story or this uh I guess symbol of a gift or not. Uh none of my coworkers had. So I don't know if maybe over there in uh North Carolina if that was a thing. Um in college uh my dad gave his best girlfriend a watch and her friends freaked out and scrambled to talk to him because they thought maybe he was going to propose to her at some point in time. Uh, but that could just be a Lubbock thing. Who knows? Anyways, talk to y'all later. Bye. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So, I that, never, okay, first of all, yeah, I've never heard of that. <laughs> the watch thing, yeah. I've never heard of, like, the watch as a symbol before engagement or just, like, a symbol of, like, anything love-like. Anything- I feel like the ring like a promise ring is like the next step before marriage well that's dumb in well, like opinion. in high school they'd be like oh my god he got her a ring it's probably a promise ring it means like he's gonna engage <laughs> or he's gonna propose to her soon yeah I remember it in high school but I mean a watch I feel like I've never gotten a guy I've been dating a watch but it's just because either they were too particular about watches or they had just like recently gotten a new watch for themselves because honestly, I was thinking about getting Ross a watch, but he just bought himself an Apple watch. Yeah. Honestly, watches are like hard these days because everyone has a smartwatch for yeah. the most part. I mean, but even I if don't... you don't, you usually have like a nice watch that you invested in. So it's not like a watch can just be some like disposable thing that you can like switch out and like get as a gift. At least that's yeah. my take on it. Yeah, agreed. And then like – um, my. I would never get a watch if a guy got me one. Like, the only reason I wear a watch is because it's an Apple watch. Well, I think okay. I had, like, a Michael Kors watch in college because I thought I was cool at one point. But, again, like, I don't know. I wouldn't really appreciate a watch, like, as a piece of jewelry gift. My roommate? I just don't really appreciate jewelry as gifts, like, period. All, so, yeah. My roommate's boyfriend got her a watch, but it was a really cool watch. It was, like, very much her style. I think it was for her birthday or Christmas. I thought it was a good gift, but it was because it was her style. It was something that she would have wanted. But I don't think a watch is, like, an indication of, like, a serious thing. I mean, obviously, yeah, like, so back to So all- significant other gift. So he's saying that his friend has been dating this girl for a year and a half and is trying to, like, ask about the price range. And he's saying uh, that he should spend a lot. Is that what they're saying? I think so, but... I I don't know, like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, once again, it's not so much the price that matters as it is the thought, but like definitely don't like skimp her. Like don't get something that's like $50 or less. I mean, I don't know. That I would might just be say, like... I would just say one to 200 is yeah. like the normal price range. I mean, I think I'm not trying to be like bougie bitch over here, but I feel like yeah. that's normal. <laughs> I know. I don't want to like put a price limit because I don't want to sound spoiled, but I don't know. I think it just, especially if they're planning on getting engaged, like I would get her something like very significant, but I also wouldn't like get her another piece of like jewelry this close to your engagement. I don't know. That's just me. Honestly, okay. I'm trying to think of the number of times I've received jewelry from boyfriends and it's honestly not that much. Um, yeah I like have I straight up tell guys that I'm with like please don't get me jewelry 
I think it's because I'm not really a big jewelry girl, one. And two, it's like the jewelry I do like, I'm very particular about. So it would be really difficult for them to just like pick it out on their own. Exactly. Yeah. But, I got like a necklace from one of my boyfriends in high school. Me too. But a necklace is always it. like the go-to. <laughs> it was like a cute little like sterling silver like monogram necklace or it wasn't, it had like a little heart on it. It had like my initials like engraved in it. Oh, that's sweet. Um, it was actually really cute. But like, yeah, don't give me jewelry because like if we break up, then I'll never be able to wear it. So like, I mean, I know that's more of like a thing to think about when you're in high school than it is so much now. But I don't know. Like, I'd much rather have something else that I can do more with than just like wear. Yeah. So I'm trying to think about really good gifts that have stuck out to me from boyfriends in the past. Um, I want to say my two favorite gifts that I've ever received were not even items. They were tickets to Broadway shows. A boyfriend in high school and a boyfriend in college bought me a ticket to a Broadway show, like obviously a ticket for themselves as well. And we went together. And like, for me, those were like my two favorite gifts I probably ever received from a boyfriend because it was like, not sentimental necessarily, but like, obviously I wanted to go see... Yeah, it's meaningful because I wanted to see that show and I obviously enjoy like seeing Broadway shows. It's obviously something I've um, expressed interest in. So I thought that those gifts were some of my favorites just because it was like, I want to see the show. They bought me tickets and it's like a night out that you get to spend together. Like I would much rather have a a concert ticket or uh, a ticket to an event. I love events like you were saying earlier with the trip thing. Same idea. I love trips, events, anything like that. I think those are like the best gifts that you can give because yeah, because like an experience lasts much longer than the novelty like of a gift. I mean, if it's Mm -hmm. like something like a possession that you can keep for a long time, like that means a lot. But if you plan a trip or like a Broadway show or something that you can experience together, like this sounds so lame, but like the (laughs) memories. The memories last a lifetime. There, I said it. It's true. Okay, it's true because I'm saying this about a guy I dated when I was 17 years old, and I literally still remember this gift that he gave me for, I guess it was Christmas, um, to this Broadway show. And I'll, like, always remember going to see that show, and it was, like, a great experience. And, like, I'll always look back on that with, like, a happy thought where, like, a necklace, I can just be like, fuck this guy and throw the necklace across the room. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, now I'm, like, blinking, but maybe I've just, like, blocked all of my ex-relationships, like, out of my memory, but I don't know if I've ever gotten, like, a really good gift for my birthday. I've now had, I'm like, totally going to get in trouble for saying this in case any of my exes are listening. They're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've definitely had, but, like, bad gifts, but I don't know. I just think that, like, if you know the person, you can do a decent job. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And, and even just like for Christmas, like birthdays, holidays, like anything, I just think more meaningful gifts are more important than like getting me chocolate on Valentine's Day. Like, no, like stay home and like cook me dinner and like right. let's do like something together that's cute and not just like, I don't know, like a gift, a tangible object. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm more, I'm all in on experiences. So, anything experience related I'm definitely down for but I mean I think there are some tangible items that you could give that would be appreciated 
Um, but you just have to know the person. You just have to know what they like and you have to know what they're interested in. Something generic, like a piece of jewelry, like a heart necklace. Yeah. Like anyone could get that. So so shoes, is that is that good? I'm taking I think notes sh- here, so I think shoes is a good thing if you know one, like the kind con- like even clothes I think are okay. <laughs> Clothes, yeah. bags, shoes, whatever. I think any of those things can be okay if you, like, are tailoring it to the person's individual style. Yeah. Okay, so I'll report back to Ross and I'll say <laughs> shoes and experiences. Yeah, I just think that, like, it has to be something tailored to the individual. I mean, if you're dating a girl that's, like, super into, like, designer shit and, like, she would actually, like, appreciate that, then, like, do yeah. it. I'm just not that girl. So, I mean, I so like I designer shit. Yeah. So, like, at what point, because I know not particularly me, but other people are probably talking to people who they aren't fully dating. So, at what point do you think that you have to get someone who you're talking to a Christmas gift? Ooh, this is really hard. I mean, obviously, oh. it depends on the situation, but I I feel like there are some like air quotes relationships out there where they're not totally official but they're probably at the point where they need to like get each other a Christmas gift and like obviously like it's just (laughs) like prayers to them because I know that situation is like super awkward so it's weird for me because I feel like I've never been in a situation where my relationship started like so close to Christmas time that it was like awkward you know what I mean yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I've ever been like that serious with someone where I've like considered getting them a gift, but we haven't been dating yet. Like that close to a holiday. But I was just like wondering. Well, first of all, if you're talking to someone for like multiple months and they still haven't like wanted to date you or like express that they wanted to, you should probably reevaluate <laughs> the time like that you're wasting with them. But yeah. I feel like a Christmas gift is kind of a discussion you have. Like, Yeah, um, I was just going to say. I feel like birthdays, for example, is different because it's like even if you've been dating someone a couple months, you could just be like buy them flowers and like take them out to a nice dinner or like just like give them something smaller. But like even just like taking them out to a nice dinner. Yeah. Like if Christmas is different dating- because usually everyone goes home with their family. So it's not like you're like going to be with them on Christmas. Right. Like so you Christmas- can like text them like – Wish them like Merry Christmas, whatever. But I mean, you don't really have to like do a gift exchange. It has to be an established thing. Like we're exchanging Christmas oh, yeah. gifts. I mean, if you show up there with a gift and they don't have one, it's gonna be really awkward. So it definitely needs to be like established beforehand. Yeah. See, like I'm in a situation where like I've been in a relationship for I mean a not a long enough time where it's like okay, we have to get each other Christmas gifts. You know. Yeah. Where, like, if it was only, like, two months in, I don't really know what you do. Have you thought about what you're going to get him yet? No. Um, any boys out there who are just, like, really, like, normal boys who are just, like, I don't even know how to describe Ross, but <laughs> He's just country. your typical, yeah, typical, easygoing country boy. Maybe you should ask G. Yeah, G. G seems like Ross. Shouts out to G. Help me out here. Any of our Texas listeners? I think Ross is like very similar to a Texan. I just don't know what to get him. 
ex-boyfriends in the past I've gotten I got one ex-boyfriend Ray-Bans I thought that was a good gift I'm pretty sure he still wears them even though we broke up like four years ago um damn yeah they're dope sunglasses that's a good gift but Ross just bought himself sunglasses so I can't get him that and he bought himself an Apple watch so I can't get him that and he just bought himself a wallet like we were saying, that's like possessions. You need to think more and get him something that he would actually appreciate, like tickets to a NASCAR race. <laughs> Even though he probably already has those, he has like an endless supply of every single NASCAR race that's ever gone on sale. It's he true. It. It's like, I just, I feel like buying gifts for guys is so much more difficult. Last year, the guy I was dating, I bought him um, like a really cool like workout outfit from outdoor voices you know that brand yeah yeah that's cool it's kind of like a bougie workout like more niche workout store it's like lululemon but like i've been looking at their shorts i would like honestly rather get their shorts than lululemon because i feel like lululemon's so basic yeah it's like dare to be different but not really it's still kind of basic but anyways (laughs) i got him like a good workout outfit from there and then i got him like a, a yeti tumbler Okay. Which is, like, also kind of generic, but... <laughs> yeah, you're just really going against everything you said. If I, it's okay. okay because boys, I, boys are harder, though. I will admit that because they don't really express, like, everything that they're interested in. And they just honestly don't care one way or another. But a girl's like, get me something thoughtful, like, or else you don't <laughs> care about me. It's so sad because he, like, asked me today what I wanted for Christmas, and I was like, I literally don't know. Just please don't buy me a TV. Yeah, like he asked I, you, he's probably, like, tired of waiting for me to respond. Yeah. Well, we were on the phone, and I was like, um, yeah, I'm Venmoing you for the TV that you're buying me. Like, I'm not letting this be my Christmas gift. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to text him tomorrow, then. I'm going to tell him what's up. Okay. Thanks. We'll chat. Don't worry. Preach. I got you. But yeah, I don't know. I, just, for, I know you would do the same for me. Always, of course. <laughs> yeah, Christmas gifts are literally the hardest. I hate buying gifts for people. Me the too. person I'm best got, buying gifts for is my mom, honestly. Yeah, I mean, because moms appreciate anything. Well, that's true. And my, our moms are going to love this candle that we get them. I just know it. I know. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> My mom, I got her um, this necklace one time from Anthropology for her birthday when I was in high school. So, like, so long ago, like, six or seven years ago. And no joke, she still wears this necklace all the time to this day. And she gets compliments Aww. on it all the time. And she, like, loves this necklace. And I, like, thought I was bawling out. I spent, like, $65 on this necklace at Anthropology, And... I know, like, to this day, she still appreciates it, and it's, like, my proudest gift that I've ever given. Yeah. Aw, that's sweet. I, I know. I love that stuff. Um, What time is it? 8 o'clock there? Uh, yeah, it's about to be 8. Yeah, well, it's 10 p.m. here. God, the time change. I feel so bad for so you. I'm trying to hint at the fact that I'm fucking tired. Kim has to work tomorrow, sorry, and I'm like, okay... To be fair, I have to wake up early tomorrow to pick up my brother from the airport. I have to go to Orange Theory at 6.15. Well, you you made that choice for yourself. Yeah, I don't have to, but I just – I can't work out after work anymore. It's too dark, and it's depressing. So I went to a I'm trying class. a new thing, but – Yeah. I went to a hit class last Thursday, and I couldn't move my arms for, like, four days, and I'm finally regaining, like, full control of them. It was I'm really so happy that you can 
carry shopping bags now. You guys don't understand, like, I'm not kidding. When I was going to the airport on Saturday morning, I had so much struggle carrying my checked bag. Like, Aww. pulling it behind should... me. Well, is, is it not rolly? It is a rolly, but I'm saying I still struggled pulling it. Wow. That must have been a really intense class then. It was it was an arms intensive class and the trainer was so intense and he kept telling me that I could lift more and he tried to have <laughs> me bench press like the bar plus 40 pounds. So I guess that's what like 80 pounds. The bar is 65, I think. No, it's 45. Or is it 45? Oh. So okay, so like 85 so pounds. 85? And I, lo- I, cu- I couldn't do it, and he, like, took the weights off, and I still couldn't, like, I could barely bench press 45. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Yeah. I'm weak. Um, well, I, anyways, I just really need to get to bed, but. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, this has been an interesting remote episode from coast to coast. And unfortunately, we're going to have to do our next episode uh, remote, too. But we are going to both be home. So I'll be back in Carrie in um, the remote studio. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we are attempting. I mean, I don't know if you've, like, booked your brother yet. But I'm going to oh, have I to talk with on. my brother. You booked him? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to talk with my brother and see if he's uh, available. But we're going to tweet out some questions this week. Um asking about what y'all want to hear from our brothers and we're gonna do an interesting like brother sister up yeah I'm how old your brother 27 okay so kim's brother's 27 my brother's 19 and me and kim are 23 so we're gonna have some <laughs> a, a range of ages to talk about some some topics you guys have for us yeah that'll be interesting to say the least um I will be drunk, so that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who's over there? Is it your mom? Yeah, she just left me a note. What does it say? She told me, don't be loud. People are going to sleep. <laughs> it's 8 o'clock. Damn, okay, okay. well. Living with adults again. I mean, again. once again, her and I are on the same page, so. <laughs> Except you're two hours ahead of us. Yeah. Well, I miss you. Miss you too. I miss you. I just Millie. feel like we're FaceTiming. I, I totally like I've been forgetting that we're actually recording the podcast. I know. Guys, if you think this is all over the place, sorry, but this is this is just us being us. Yeah. We actually like haven't talked the whole weekend, so we're saving the content for the podcast. This is what we do. <laughs> I know. Okay, anyways, well, love you. And love you too, Millie's. Yeah. Love y'all. Thanks for listening and welcome to all our new listeners and get excited for some great content coming your way soon. Okay. Okay, right. bye. Bye. Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces path and I'm homebound. Staring blankly ahead, just making my way, making my way through the I need you, and I miss you, and now I wonder if I could fall into the sky. Do you think time 
when pass me by.